Introduction. In expert tennis, 80% of the points are won, while in amateur tennis, 80% are lost. The same is true for wrestling, chess, and investing. Beginners should focus on avoiding mistakes, experts on making great moves. Eric Falkenstein. I felt like I was about to throw up as I uttered words I never thought I would have to. I'm sorry, this is really hard. I appreciate everything you've done for me, but I have to let you go. He looked at me stunned like a deer in the headlights. Though he knew things weren't going great recently, it looked like he hadn't even thought of being fired. He said, Okay, wow, didn't see that coming. So two weeks then? I had consulted my investors and lawyers the week before this conversation, and they both told me that the termination should take effect immediately at the end of the day on a Friday. This was brutal. I said, no, you'll need to take your belongings home right now. Today was your last day. A year earlier, when I started my first venture-backed company and hired my first employee, I was on cloud nine, sitting in a coffee shop with this brilliant, talented programmer building my ideas. I thought to myself, finally, after all these years, I've made it. I'm a real entrepreneur. Little did I know how much the real work of entrepreneurship was ahead of me like firing him. Without my first programmer, I would never have been able to get the company off the ground. But as we grew from a team of two to six and 12 and 20, the day came when the culture had shifted and we weren't working from coffee shops and living rooms anymore. We had our own office space. I learned the hard way that sometimes the people you need in one size of an organization don't always fit as things grow. And though I couldn't have started without him, it was time that my first hire became my first fire. The idea terrified me for weeks. I felt like I had failed my employee, even though we had tried multiple times to make it work. Every time I talked to my advisors, they would tell me, hire slow, fire fast, or do it now, don't wait another day. But how could I be so cold to a friend who helped me get my company off the ground? What would I tell him? How would he react? I hated myself. My heart was on the floor and my stomach was in my throat. I couldn't believe the things I said. I sounded like a total douche. What was I doing? How did things get so bad? Why was I even starting this company in the first place? This was not the last time I would have to do this, though. Not by a long shot. I'm no Steve Jobs. I've spent years looking up to visionaries who've put a dent in the universe. Richard Branson, Mark Cuban, Elon Musk. These guys seem to get it. They seem to have some natural talent for building great companies almost instinctively. But I'm not them. It's not wild success like theirs that have qualified me to write this book. My own successes have been wonderful, but much more modest. What qualifies me is that I've made every mistake an entrepreneur can make. Twice. I spent a decade chasing short-term gains, quick money, and early exits. I chalked up my daily frustrations with myself and with my companies to the rigors of entrepreneurial life, and I continued to grind through it. I wore down. I burnt out. I tasted bankruptcy, and ultimately, I came out on the other side with a very different perspective. Nassim Taleb, in his groundbreaking book Anti-Fragile, explains, Negative knowledge, what is wrong, what does not work, is more robust to error than positive knowledge, what is right, what works. Said another way, what worked for Richard Branson or Steve Jobs may or may not work for you. It's hard to tell. But it's very likely that what doesn't work for any entrepreneur won't work for you either. 
This is a book unlike any other entrepreneurial books. Instead of telling you what to do, I try to tell you what not to do. I've tried to compose as many of my failures and the repeated failures I've seen from so many entrepreneurs I've advised over the years as possible. I hope to teach you what doesn't work to help you minimize your downside as an entrepreneur so that you can stay in the game long enough to realize the unlimited potential upside. With all my failures, I eventually realized that the only way I could ever build a company and career that I was truly proud of was by treating startups as a long-term craft, by protecting the downside and exploiting upside optionality when it came. I became a craftsman founder dedicated to skillfully building companies that held a clear mission and honored my core values. A storyteller committed to building and maintaining relationships with customers, investors, and my personal support system. 